five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back to the Fever Pitch Podcast. I'm your co-host, Brian. Not damn, what's going on? What's up, Zach? Yo. We had a great week of football, and it was definitely a dogfight out there. Some could say it was for all the dogs. But anyways, <sighs> USC versus Arizona. <laughs> Talk to me, Dan. This triple overtime thriller. Yes, sir. Um, I started to watch the – I need to stop falling asleep. I started watching the game, uh, USC versus Arizona, like you said. And it was looking kind of dark for the Trojans very early on. Uh, they were down 17 to zip. But, you, but you know, uh, Superman, Caleb Williams, did what he had to do, walked, walked them down, went in the triple OT, came out with the W. He had three rushing touchdowns. And the crucial um, two-point conversion that sealed the deal, uh, Marshawn Lloyd had a TV as well. I'm pretty sure he is a DMV native. I could be making that up. I believe he attended Devatha Catholic High School. Uh, yes, he did. He did go to Devatha Catholic High School. So shout out to the DMV folks, Marshawn Wood included. On the Wildcat side, they their offense was looking electric. North of he had five TDs, and their rushing attack put up two hundred yards, over two hundred yards. Um, it really came down to the kickers. Uh, both kickers were field goals, and you know. In the college football, the overtime rules are all different, and they favored the Trojans at, in the end, and they came out the, with the W. I believe the final score was uh, 43 to 41. Let me fact check that for you real quick. But this begs the question. Yeah, 43 41. Is, is the kicker position the most stressful position in all of college football? Let's think about it, though, right? And before you guys are quick to say no, uh, Alabama college football playoffs a few years ago. Their kicker just kept on missing at the on the biggest game of his life. Right? Yes, you only got one thing to do, but is that thing quite literally the most stressful thing somebody could be doing down the stretch of the game? It could be. Um, I would. I would expect you for well for me, my philosophy is if I have very small duties in my position, I have no excuse but to put all my effort into doing those small duties. Like example, like as a running back, you gotta block, run routes, and carry and and tote. That's a lot more than just being the kicker. So if I'm the kicker, yeah, I'm gonna get the airpods next, block out all the noise. Once I gotta put that helmet on, I'm going to put my AirPods in and kick. I know it's tough sometimes. And, you know, some things you can't control, like a bad snap, the holder being goofy, etc. But if it's, if it's up to me to just kick, I'm knocking it down. Because what else am I going to do? That's fair. That is fair. What do you think, Zay? I feel down on this one. I feel like if you, you know, have one of those dudes like a kicker or a punter, you should be you don't do the rest of the practices, so you should just really be really zoned in on kicking the ball. Just <laughs> be zoned in on like kicking the ball or something. Uh, okay, nah, I feel you. You know, I think I don't think it's the most stressful, but I think it's up there, right? In in crunch time, I think it's up there. That's all I'm saying. You know, playing DB is the most stressful thing to do. Well, yeah, well, all around, yes, because because yeah. oh my. Literally, you could you the 
People talk about quarterbacks and all, but like, listen, a DB can be the reason you win or lose a game. <laughs> Y'all can they, listen. It can be a close game through and through. You blow coverage one time, it's clear. I'm telling you, if I was if I had the speed, I play corner. But I don't have the speed to do it. But you know, I got I got the mentals. Honestly, so yeah, I think it's I think it's between I think it's it's probably between DB and safety. Yeah, I mean those are one, those are one of the same. That's what said DB at large. Being oh. in, being being in the secondary, I just I'll be watching people just get violated, and I'm like, yeah, I can't do it. But I I just know concepts. But 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 safety and all, it's like. It's like, yo, if all your corners get beat and you got three dudes back there, you gotta, you gotta decide who you go cover. You like, yo. Well, you gotta let Jesus take the cleats. <laughs> you said two of these dudes gonna be open. It's only you. So you just I gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. But what do you think about Caleb Williams for the front runner for after this game for the Heisman? I mean, he had three rushing touchdowns at two point conversion. I've seen enough. He cannot play another down, and he will win the Heisman and be number one overall pick if he decides to enter the draft. Mm. I've seen enough. Mm. And go to the Bears? Yeah, but yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Another game that was interesting this week was Notre Dame versus Louisville. Talk to me. Uh, Sam Hartman was. You know, the guy who had, like, his rib and turned into a necklace. He was, you know, one of the more, uh, not popular, but, like, he was in the upper echelon of QBs in this class. He's an older guy, though, so it's like, I'm sure he was probably going to be, like, a second or third rounder. He was terrible. He had four turnovers. And the they're the Cardinals, right? The Louisville Cardinals? Yeah, they they capitalized in in – Tenfold, they were toting that thing a lot, and they came out with the W as an upset as well. They were ranked number twenty-five, and other team was ranked ten going into the matchup, and they they ended up winning by thirteen. So, no, I a surprise to say the least. Yeah, you know, I'm fortunate to see you know Sam Hartman. He always wears his rib on his neck, so definitely a tough loss for them. But I think Notre Dame will bounce back. Hopefully. I, I, I already told you how I feel about Notre Dame. And they got, oh, I know your name got USC on this Saturday. Yeah, that's an L. So, yeah, I already told you how I feel about, about yeah. Notre Dame. They don't move me. And with this loss, they fell from 10th to, 10th to 21st. And with USC's win, they're now number 10 in the, in the nation. So, the way things work out. That's true. That is true. Also, I, I will add, you know, Notre Dame is a offensive lineman factory, so. That's about it. Everything else is trash. I said Kyron Williams. That's my guy. Shout out to Kyron uh, Williams. Got your face. He produced well, very well. Everybody's trash? What, what yes. about What about the, the recent defensive backs to come out of there? And Kyle Hamilton. That's also my guy. But, okay, you get, like, three outliers every decade. But, like, as I tell you, they didn't pan out. Uh, uh, Brady Quinn didn't pan out. Uh, uh, I think Corey Coleman's in there. No, he's a paper. We can talk about that later on, but Notre Dame is like mid as far as like football talent is concerned. But where does this overall disdain come from? There had to be a pivotal event that made you be all like, Yeah, I don't mess with this team. No, no, all right, I'm gonna tell you. It was my senior year in high school. I was in it's a true story. 
Senior year in high school, I was outside the Starbucks and my man Ryan McFadden, shout out Ryan McFadden. He covered in the Broncos now, but he was a grad student at the UND. So he, he called me outside of Starbucks, and we're chopping it up. And we're talking about the man's side tail dot. And ironically enough, man's side tail was like, you know, because he was he was initially going to go to USC because they were like, yeah, you could be the next Troy Polamalu. He was like, no, nah, I want to be the first man to tell you. This man is just a moment going to, I didn't know, I didn't know it was in the end. So he's just like in the most non-traditional vocation. And I mean, he was a dog in, in college, you know, some off the field stuff, kind of tend to draft stock. But he probably, he probably wouldn't have to deal with that at the UFC. So it's like, it's only ironic that happens to somebody from Notre Dame. If you look at the track record of the players, most of these guys are duds. So it's like, I'm not, I'm just not moved by that team. They're, they're one of the very few college football teams that play exclusively, exclusively on NBC. They don't move me. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just not moved by Notre Dame, respectfully. Jeez. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it, you know. But, wow. Yeah, no, I, I think you, you said your piece. I, I'm not going to argue with you on that. I just, I just, I just gonna read a couple of things real quick before you continue. Right. Um, Chase Cook, uh, Ian Book, uh, <laughs> Brady Quinn, uh, CJ Prosize, uh, Tyler Eifert, Matt Titeo, Pierre Riddick. It's just a bunch of guys. Every now and then you'll get, you'll get like a Harrison Smith if he was a good DB. Uh, uh, Will Fuller, Will Fuller, another guy. It's just a bunch of guys. If you don't play offensive line and you went to Notre Dame, your career is not going to be that good. Except Carl Williams and Kyle Hamilton, you know, two exceptions. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I will say that USC is the rival, so it's going to be a good game regardless. This that part. That part. I get USC. <laughs> Let's talk about the prime time, the main event. Talk to me about Colorado, Arizona State. Oh, that was a goodie. That was a goodie. Uh, I watched that game through and through. Uh, the boy Shador bounced back very well. Had 239 yards passing and the TD. And he's showing some signs of mobility. Um, he had a rushing touchdown in this game. He was flashing the wrist, you know. Shout out to Shador. Um and it was good to see because it was looking like he was afraid to use his feet in the pocket. And thankfully, he's starting to, to kind of get into that fold a little bit more. Also, it seems like the Buffaloes, when it comes to their wide receivers, it's like every week is someone they knew. And that's a great sign because, you know, you're getting that exposure and it's showing that um, uh, Shadur spreading the ball out well, getting, getting going through going through his – um. Progressions and just really, you know, being the field general. Uh, this week, J- Javon Antonio had five catches for 81 yards in the TD. Uh, on defense, Shiloh Sanders, the big bro on D- uh, DB for the for the Buffaloes, he had six total tackles in the in his return. And it's appearing that Charles Hunter should be back next week against Stanford, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Travis Hunter coming back. It, feel, it feels like it'll be the first time this team has fully been back together in a long, long time. For sure. Yeah. Um, But 
overall, what do you what do you think about Shador Sanders and where he ranks overall in the Heisman race? Do you think he's completely out or? Um, completely out. Is, that's a tough one to say. I think I don't think he's completely out, but it's like I'm pretty sure he's probably uh lower on the on the totem pole as of right now. You know, I feel like Cable was gonna win it. I think I think Cable was heading towards above uh uh the, the competition right now. But um Mike Penix, Bone Nicks, there are a few other guys that maybe have a leg up on down Shadur right now. Even even in the win, Dion said that they played the like hot garbage. So clearly winning is not the only thing because you still gotta play well and it took a game winning field goal to get the W. So, so it's tough. It's tough to say the least. Absolutely. Definitely look forward to seeing more from them. Um, this upcoming week, who are they playing? Is it Stanford? Is that what you said? Uh, I believe it's Stanford, yeah. That'll be a good game for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about things going on in the NFL abroad. Let's talk about the Jags. I like that little abroad thing you did there. This game is some London. Um you know, I consider London to be another home game for the Jags, and my my theory has shown itself again. The Bills are a regular season team, and they took it out in the regular season, so I'm not moved. But, you know, T.O. did his thing. He did have three turnovers, but he did throw a touchdown. Uh, the Jaguars as a whole jumped out to an 11-point lead. And then the score got into the fourth quarter, but that's the money quarter, and they got it done. Calvin Ridley is looking like he's back in his bag. Yeah, seven catches for about twenty-two. Um, Buffalo can't run. Buffalo cannot run the ball, and yeah, I don't know. I know Josh Allen is very mobile, but I thought James Cook would be a toter. It's not looking that way. He's more of a pass catcher from the way things are looking. But on defense. Even though they did lose to Davis White, Von Miller made his return, but he didn't do much. So hopefully that can be adjusted going forward. You know, things with Von Miller are always going to kick up throughout the the season. That's a certified veteran right there. Fact. Um, overall, what do you think about the turnovers for T Law? Do you think this is going to be something we continue to see, or this is just a blip? Uh, you know, Bill's D line is vicious, so I'm sure that was that played a part. I don't think he's he's not really turnover prone, and well, I believe this is like his first set of like turnovers, if I'm not mistaken. I had to fact check that, but I doubt this will be a continuous thing. Speaking about the Bills' defense, though, even though Von Miller returned, they did lose. Um. Uh, a couple other pieces on defense, Matt Milano, their linebacker, and Daquan Jones, their defensive tackle, are both likely out for the year. So, game one and lose two. So, I mean, it's, Buffalo won't be at full strength for a while. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm looking at the disparity that you were talking about with the rushing yards. Uh, the Jags had a team had 196, and the Bills had 29 rushing yards. Yeah, Travis Etienne went crazy. <laughs> wow, and 14 of those rushing yards coming from Josh Allen. See, he's and he's mobile. So the fact that he only had 14 total yards just shows you how obsolete their run game was. 
is this is this per se saying that their run game is bad or is it saying that the Jags uh run defense is good? Oh, uh, it could be a combination of both. Then even on the Bills were for I mean for a while was they're very pass heavy and Josh Allen will be getting the bulk of the rushing yards because he's mobile. And I mean he did lead the lead he did lead the team in rushing. So yeah, and they only ran the ball 14 times. I know they were – and it was a close game, so it's not like they were down. But um, I guess when you have all these weapons, receiving weapons, and uh, Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis who both scored the TD and had over 100 yards, and then uh, the rookie, Dalton Kincaid, had, to, had a couple of catches as well. I guess you got to make sure they get their fair share as well. Yeah, definitely. Something notable as well was that – the Jags allowed five sacks versus the Bills zero. So it's definitely not the O-line for the Bills that's causing the issue here. So, right. yeah. I just think Doug Peterson, you know, Doug Peterson won a score with Nicholas Foles. So I think Doug Peterson is probably one of the most football coaches in the league. And when you got a generation of talent like Trevor Lawrence and you got his college team and Travis Etienne in the backfield, there's not too much you can't do. I don't think you, I don't think that you're ever out of a game when you have a good foundation on offense and a, a good coaching uh, acumen. So, yeah, I think when people think like Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne, they're expecting it to be like how Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase popped off the second they got into the league. Yeah, you know, Travis Etienne's rookie year, he broke his foot, and also, uh, you know, Urban Meyer was coaching, and now Urban. Urban Meyer as an analyst, so that can only tell you how much he would he had that impact on uh the Jazz offense. Doug Peterson, seasoned vet, has that cachet, has that ring, and he will never win with Nicholas Foles. So imagine what he's doing with Trevor Lawrence, and you're seeing that now. I got him a true wide receiver, one in Calvin Ridley, you know, and a calm one in Christian Kirk, and. You know, Evan Ingram is also a stud tight end as well. So the weapons are there. The defense isn't too shabby. Uh, former number one overall pick, Trevon Walker. He didn't do much this game, but he did have a, a, very, a very solid rookie season. I'm sure he's going to uh, build on that throughout this year. So, yeah, the Jazz are looking all right. What you said begs the question of um, – you mentioned uh, Urban Meyer and the transition from – a college coach to an NFL coach. I'm just wondering, have there just been any successful transitions from that in general? Oh, that's a good question. Um, oh, that's a really good question. Actually, and I had a name, but it's skipping my mind. I'm gonna have to do a little bit of research real quick. Um, but off the top of my head, the fact that I can't think of somebody, you would think the answer would be no. But I'm sure there is somebody. I just gotta. Pull my data. Oh, how could I forget Jim Harbaugh? Yeah, well, he's suspended. So, I mean, <laughs> oh, he's suspended. I, I think he came back, but he got suspended at Michigan. Oh, what, people, what did he do? Uh, I don't even remember. I don't think there's anything like bad per se. I'll pull up the data in a second. Pete Carroll, that's the person I was thinking of. Uh, Pete Carroll is probably the best. College coach turned pro. Chip Kelly's all right. He's not the best. He's not the worst. He's he's eh, it's okay. But I would say Pete Carroll. Okay, okay. 
I'm looking at it in history. Um, it's a uh, Tom uh Coughlin. Tom Coughlin. Oh, okay. Coughlin. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. That's my guy. Well, not really. He's a huge person, Giants, but you know, I respect his pen acumen. <laughs> Said so Jim Harbaugh was was technically a success. He was he was at Stanford and then he went to uh 49ers and now he's at Michigan. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm surprised I'm surprised you haven't jumped out at this day. Uh Jimmy Johnson. Uh, um that that was your guy for the Oh yeah, that was an easy guy. Oh yeah, and you already said Pete Carroll. Yep. And then uh, Paul Brown. Oh, the OG, OG Paul Brown. Makes yeah. sense. A couple mm-hmm. of guys there. Um, Jim Harbaugh's doing that either at Michigan. Um, Jim Harbaugh's doing great at Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's been there since 2015. He has a 77-25 record thus far. Um, he has, but I say I he only has one goal win, and he's played in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Michigan so, this year. So, um, Michigan play. I think they're the most complete team out there. JJ McCarthy is nice. I like JJ. I like JJ McCarthy. Wherever JJ McCarthy goes, that team is going to instantly get better. Probably should yeah. be Ravens. Like I need to keep. That's <laughs> hate. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, him on the the Cowboys. If you guys tanking like a year or two, I'm not gonna lie. He, he's leaving this year. He's leaving. The, you think so? Yeah, he's probably gonna answer this year. Or wait, I mean, let me see. I mean, I do he's, a, only, he's only a oh, what is he a sophomore or junior? He's a oh, he's twenty. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. He's, yeah, he's young. He's young. He might come back. He's young. He's a young junior. Yeah, <laughs> and people are even talking about the JJ McCarthy versus a uh, Caleb Williams uh, debate, and uh, Jim Harbaugh is a likening it to the Brady Manning debate back in the day. That's a reach. He's Caleb, a junior, bro. He's clear. He's in his junior year right now. But um, I think he might want to, depending on how this season goes, he might come back. Because he's nice, but the numbers are not, like, as gaudy as, like, a Caleb Williams or Mike Penix. That's fair. I mean, his overall record, he's 17-1. and one. Like, he's not doing bad. Yeah, he's not doing bad at all. Michigan is ranked number two in the power rankings right now. I think I think Michigan wins it all. I don't think he is leading the college football in QBR, eleven TDs, one uh, three picks. So solid, yeah, to I mean, say the least. Right now, he's he's already thrown over a thousand yards this season. Um, eleven TDs. Yeah, one ninety passer rating. Yeah. Right. Before we move off here, I wanted to say Chip Kelly. Has had far more success in college than he has than he has had in the pros. Uh, he was coaching in Philly and San Fran. Sean McCoy had some choice words about Chip Kelly's offense, and so there's not much I can say about Chip Kelly in the pros. But in college, he's not too bad. Seventy-seven and thirty-seven. He's won two bowl games. So you know, three Pat three uh Pat twelve championships as well. So Chip Kelly's all right. Chip Chip Kelly has had a looks like it looks to be an extensive uh coaching uh, career stemming back uh starting at um Columbia, then going yep. to New Hampshire, 
Johns Hopkins back to New Hampshire, then mm-hmm. Oregon, and then the Eagles, 49ers for a year. Now he's been at UCLA. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And he's definitely been better in college. Yeah. Only 59. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, only is crazy. I mean, Bill Belichick's like 80. So that's what I yeah, Bill Belichick is old. Bill Belichick like 80, bro. Sean, yeah. Sean what's his name? Uh, Sean Payne. Sean Payne kind of old, too. It's like 76. Oh, Bill Probably Belichick like, is... Uh... He's 71. Yeah, 71. 71. You know, he went to Annapolis High School, so shout out to Bill Belichick. Whoa. I don't know if you guys have heard this this rumor, but it's being rumored that Bill Belichick uh, might be planning to leave the Patriots to coach the Giants and draft Caleb Williams. Word? He's part owner, bro. He's not leaving the Patriots yet. I will say he does have a history with the Giants. He was a former defensive coordinator. Yes, a former defensive coordinator, linebacker's coach. He won two or three rings with the Giants before he won his rings in in, uh, in uh, New England. So I wouldn't put it past them. I think him and Dave Wall are homies. I don't think Dave Wall wants to – well, Dave Wall, Dave Wall likes to win games and Daniel Jones is not winning games. So that would be an interesting little, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I'm not going to lie to you. I'd be worried because, you know, Bill Belichick is a defensive line, but, you know, Tom Brady was playing point guard for the Patriots for a while, so Kate Williams can do that for the Giants. And hey, <laughs> it'll be like riding the bike. Yeah, that would be absolutely crazy. The the I'd say the biggest obstacles there are, I mean, they went to the playoffs uh, recently, so it's cutting a head coach after two years after going to the playoffs is actually kind of insane. That's the thing. I like Brian Dewell. I think he's a decent. He's decent. Coach of the year. Yeah, he's decent. He. I will say in that Bills Texans game, uh, playoff game a couple of years ago, his offense was terrible. But he's he bounced back and got him a head coaching position. Uh, you know, born in Canada, was a high school in New York, so I mean, I'm sure he has some affinity for uh, MetLife and that that uh, head coaching mantle. But I doubt that just let them go just like that. Yeah, and then the Daniel Jones contract too. Yeah, I mean, he might get traded. Uh, where do you, where do you think he's going? I don't think he's going anywhere. But I was just saying, if they're trying to get, if they're, if they're trying to, you know, throw the hat in like in the uh, Caleb Williams race. You would have to trade uh, Daniel Jones. But who do you think they would trade for? Trade him for? Well, two actually. Maybe Tennessee. I could I could see him in, in the Titans jersey. Actually, that wouldn't be a bad fit. Yeah, 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 because Daniel Jones is technically a little mobile. More than a little. Oh, really? Yeah, he got wheels. He got wheels. Okay, what do you think, Zay? I think Daniel Jones should go to the XFL. <laughs> that <laughs> is crazy. It's like nah, it's like nah. I think Daniel Jones. I don't think he will betray it. Yeah, they they are. <laughs> He did not get traded. He paid the money. There's no way. They might. They might. Deshaun got traded. So that is true. We're fully guaranteed contract. Yeah. He was so. out for a year though. That he was true. paid. He had 156 mil on the books before he got traded. 
Just a quick little tidbit, you know, Tim for your hat time. You know, Caleb Williams' middle name is Saquon, or Saquon, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. And the Giants are going to Saquon that running back. So, I mean, I'm just saying, it'll be a little Saquon, Saquon action. So, Saquon to Saquon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and depending on if they do the little uh, ladder, you it might be Saquon to Saquon again. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Could be. Only QB I see getting traded is probably like Kirk Cousins. Yes, Kirk Cousins. I didn't hear about that. I would yeah. consider Kirk Cousins being the, being the Jet. Mm. But speaking of Kirk Cousins, let's talk about this Chiefs Vikings matchup. Uh, nice segue. The Chiefs beat the Vikings twenty seven to twenty, and it was quite the match out there. Mahomes had two TDs on two hundred eighty one yards, and Travis Kelsey he had a bit of an injury scare, but he appears to be fine. Her cousins, uh, like you guys already mentioned with the trade block, has now had 11 one-score wins within the last year, the most in the NFL. And all of their matchups this year that have been within one score, they are 1-4. and four. They are yeah. 0-3 at home, and Justin Jefferson is now injured with a significant hamstring injury and out for at least four weeks. What do you guys think about this? I think you said it pretty well. Kirk Cousins is, what did I say the other time? It's like, you know, purple, purple Doritos, bro. It'll get you, th- it'll get you through. It's a good snack. It's cool. Listen, can, can, can we call them Cool Ranch? I'm telling you, though, those 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 sweet hot chili Doritos are actually fire. I, cool Ranch is cool, too. Because it's like, you know, purple jersey, purple bag, you feel me? Yeah, that's fair. It's, can we call him Takis then? Takis. All right, salute. He's I like Takis though. But yeah, he's a bag of Takis. You know? Like it'll get you through get you through a couple, you know, a couple of times. You get your buck 25, put that in the vending machine, get you some Takis. But it's like when you got hot cheetos over here, you got uh barbecue ladies over there. It's like there's so many other bags of chips that clear Takis. And Kirk Cousins is a talkie, bro. Um, there's there's too much in that arsenal. Uh, Minnesota has the, be- the best wide receiver in the NFL, a top five tight end, and they just drafted Jordan Addison. And, you know, he's you know DMV, DMV kid. He's a dog. So, I mean, the way things are going right now, J.J. just pulled his hand and he's out for at least a month. So that kind of that kind of you know shifts things a little bit. As of right now, the season ended today. They'd be they'd have the fourth pick in the draft. So I'm just saying, you trade Kirk Cousins to the Jets, tank and get Kevin Williams. It's a bit, it's a bit. And y'all can't win at home. This is where that home away stuff. I'm not a fan of that stuff. Doesn't move me because the Vikings are only three at home. So yeah, um, if they end up. Uh, blowing it up and taking Caleb Williams and the Vikings jersey would be amazing. You think so? Caleb, for sure. I, the thing is about Kirk Cousins for me, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins can win you a Super Bowl. That's all, that's one thing that they be, they be getting me. Like he can win a if Super Bowl. If you put like the two thousands Ravens defense for Kirk Cousins, I think they go undefeated. Yeah, but um, but yeah, like Kirk Cousins, uh, the ceiling is there, and he's not gonna go. He's not going past the ceiling. <laughs> but on the Casey side, uh, this is a little bit of a 
history was made. Patrick Mahomes, at the age of 26, 27? How old is this? My guy, Patty. At the age of 28, he became the first, he became the 10th quarterback to defeat all 31 teams in the NFL. And he is the first to do it before the age of 30. So, yes, he he he's running through the, the gauntlet. And, yeah, history is made again. So, sh- salute to Patty. But I think Tom Brady is only going to beat every team, right? He's beating every team. No, 10 quarterbacks have done it. Oh, well, well, oh, you're right. You're right. I think Tom Brady has beaten every team. because Tom hasn't beaten the Chiefs. Because he plays for him. Exactly. Tom, he Brady beat, Tom Brady has beat every team. Patrick Mahomes will be a chief until his son is in the NFL. So there's no way he's going to beat the Chiefs unless, you know. Yeah, I doubt that. So, yeah, Tom Brady will hold a record that maybe eh, Aaron Rodgers could have probably done that if he didn't get hurt. But, yeah, the way it's looking, Tom Brady will be the only person to beat the entire NFL. Aaron Rodgers might still do it, hey, next season. You're right, you're right. Um, he rehabbed it with uh J.K. Dobbins. I heard. I don't know. I know we touched on that uh last week. Yeah, they um, Pat McAfee show. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I, yeah, I was gonna say on the Pat McAfee show, J.K. Dobbins and Aaron Rodgers were kicking it while Aaron Rodgers was uh being interviewed by Pat McAfee. So, hey man, and y'all got to pay J.K. So just imagine if never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> hey, you know, if uh, JK knows what's good, you know, he knows he gotta gotta show he can bounce back from this injury this this time around before he tries to demand a lot of money. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking about bouncing back. Um, I believe, and we're talking about running backs at that. There was a return. Um newly paid, freshly signed. Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Taylor for the Indianapolis Colts came back and he did just about what you would expect in the, in the debut when you haven't played in four weeks. Had about 30, 34 yards. Alternatively, his uh, his uh, understudy or the person that been, that's been carrying the load in his absence is Zach Moss. First of all, Zach Moss broke his arm in, pre- in, in the preseason. And it's like it never happened because this man had like a buck something, yeah, buck sixty five and two TDs. So we could have a two headed monster on our hands. So do you think that the Colts were trying to send a message here by giving Zach Moss a bulk of the carries? No, that's a good question. I, I doubt it. JT just came off an of injury. Yeah, Zach Moss is he's balling. So it's like there's no point to you know just go out there and give uh. Give JT all the all the low when Zach was already getting it and doing well. I feel yeah. like you know, JT he'll get in, he'll get some reps. I think with, for this season it'll probably be 50 mm, 50. Yeah. I would yeah. only say I would only say, you know, JT had to play in four weeks. He's coming off an injury allegedly. And Zach was crazy. Yeah. Huh? I mean he he <laughs> he claims that he just wanted to get healthy. So yeah, allegedly. And um uh, yeah, Zach Moss is he's been killing it. He's been tilting all season thus far. So yeah. it's kind it's kinda of hard to suggest that he should just take a back seat because JT is back. Mm. Uh since his second hundred yard game, his first multi touchdown game. So yeah, he's doing he's doing just about what you would expect the RB one to do. Part of uh 
Yeah, in the running pass game because he had a receiving touchdown against Baltimore and had two uh, rushing touchdowns last week. So, yeah. Hey, man. You could have a nice little two-headed monster on their hands. Facts. And speaking of taking a backseat, Anthony Richardson looks like he's going to be injured again. What's going on? Is he injury prone? Could be. Um, I'm in the dynasty league, and my and the, the my league mate who drafted and Anthony Richardson in the rookie draft he was like, "Yeah, he just won't stop taking these hits. He needs to stay healthy. That's the only risk. Everything the upside is there. Um, he's been caught to Cam Newton, and I think he he um I think a rich not otherwise, but you know he mimics his game at." after uh, Cam Newton, but taking all these hits will not bode well for the rest of his career. This is the second time he's had the missed time and the first time he's on IR. Uh, I will say, though, I, I took a Josh Downs in my rookie drive, and Gardner Minshew loves Josh Downs, so I'm not I'm not mad at it. But, yeah, I would say if if uh, the Colts want to get the fullness of their offense, they gotta, they got to protect their investment for sure. Absolutely. And we'll, and uh, Anthony Richardson, he's going to be on IR for at least four games. So hopefully he makes a speedy recovery. But Gardner Minshew has showed uh, no uh, incapability of winning games, uh, even as backup QB. So that, yeah. Oh, all right. Let's 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 get this part over with. Let's talk about the Ravens-Steelers game. I played the fifth. Well, yeah, I'm going to give you eyes, so it's on you. All right. So... Um, the Ravens lost uh ten to seventeen um versus the Steelers. Um, eight, Ravens receivers had eight drop passes, two in the end zone. Um, um, notably, uh, when the receivers coach was talked to, he said that he has the Ravens wide receivers catch rugby balls, which is why we've been seeing a lot of separations with the hands. And uh, I think that just needs to stop. They need to be catching footballs in practice if you're going to be catching footballs in games. Um, so said they're catching rugby balls. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I don't know why they're doing that. <laughs> they need to stop that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, the Steelers' defense had a strong showing. Um, to break down some of the stats, pull them up. As much as it pains me, I will say T.J. Watt hasn't had that number. He's had the NFL in sacks in two years. He was injured last year. And as of right now, he reads the number on sacks. So, yeah, y'all saw the Reaper. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean. They, they had four sacks on us. Um, and uh, they were they were crushing us on third and down and fourth down. We were 5-14 and 0-2 on fourth down. Um, two, two fumbles and one pick they had on us. Um. Yeah, their their defense had a great show, and there's nothing else to say about that. There, they they did great. Um. Yeah. Uh. T.J. Watt is definitely in the conversation for uh defensive player of the year. In fact, he might be leading it. Um. At this point, uh, with two sacks and uh two tackles in this last game. Uh, how many sacks does he have on the season, though? That's what I'm interested in. I know he currently. I know he currently leads the league. I'm not sure about the number though. Yeah, he has eight sacks so far this season through uh, five games. So, yeah, uh, TJ Watt is definitely doing his thing. Much respect there. 
Um, what else can I say? George Pickens had a 41 yard touchdown. That was good to see and promising to see for the future for the Steelers. And as we saw uh, with this game, Ravens Steelers games tend to be close and low scoring. So if you guys are betting on those, I would definitely take the under and um, the the spread can go either way. But yeah. Well said. I will say though, before we move off this for a second, y'all took David Ajawa. Yeah, second round in 2022, and George Pickens went six picks later, or or was it seven? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven picks later. Do y'all wish y'all would have taken GP over Ojava? I don't think so, because primarily we needed more depth in our defense. Like, the main thing with us getting uh, David Ojabo is because we had a lot of players that we knew were going to go other places in our defense. Okay. And we've we've seen – we've been able to fill the, the the receiver positions quite nice. We, you know, we got we got a pretty full wide receiver room. Um, Rashad Bateman, Odell, Zay Flowers, um, Nelson Aguilar. And they dropped eight passes. They did. Where where George Pickens on the season has zero drops. Just saying. Okay, you know, <laughs> Zay Flowers is doing his thing too. Let's not let's not let's not act like he's not doing his thing. Zay Flowers. Hey, I'm I'm just saying, man. Divisional rival wide receiver. He seems to be proven. I'm just saying, man. Hey, look, I'm look. just saying, man. I understand what you get, Dad. But you know, Zay Flowers is doing his thing also. Had a 41-yard TD. I iced the game. Anyway, not too much. I mean, not Bobby. Zay Fire's looking nice. I think he's going to be uh, a very integral part of your offense going forward. So, yeah. I mean, you know, hopefully hopefully he pans out because, you know, hey, he's, look, he's looking good. No, no TDs yet in the season, but 300 yards. TJ Watt did punch him in the face, so I'm surprised he went like that. But anyway. Wow. <laughs> Zay, you better get your violation out the way now because you know I'm coming. You, you catch balls, you win. I don't know. You catch, you catch, football. <laughs> catch football, you win the game. But offense has, you know, been like days ago. People are saying Lamar don't deserve his contract. You know, that's usually happen when you get paid. Start a decline, you know. Hey, yeah, I mean. Fat cat, fat cat syndrome is a real thing. Look, look, you know. Lamar's committed for the long run. You know, starting off three and two isn't too bad. And two close losses. And the main thing is just keeping the football in his hands for Lamar. I think right now he's leading the league in uh, fumbles. And um, that just needs to be contained. And I'm sure he'll get that under control. You know, uh, the center's been in and out of the rotation with uh, Tyler Lindenbaum due to injuries. Uh, mm. one, So things are only looking up from here. If this is as bad as it gets, I'm looking forward to the future. I got a question for you, Ryan. Um, it appears that George uh, Marlon Humphrey gave up the go-ahead TD in that game. Do you think this will be a continued showing? I don't think so, right? So, you know, you got to understand, you know, as we said, DB is the hardest position in the game, right? It's a fact. Right. And Marlon Humphrey, uh, through and through, is a very good and consistent corner. You know, he came from Alabama in 2015, and he's been with us since, right? Um, I would say that for Marlon Humphrey, there's only so many things that you can cover, right? 
And not to just cut him slack in general, but I think that in the long run, Marlon Humphrey has shown that he has the ability to contain and letting up what in a in a tight game like that, 17 to 10, you know, things like that happens. Uh, we just got to get back to the drawing board and defensive scheming, but I believe in Marlon Humphrey. All right, salute. George Pickens ended up with a buck 30 in the TD in that Ravens matchup. I'm just saying, I think he may have played with a little bit of anchor. Ain't no divisional game. Y'all, y'all sniped him in the draft. So it could be a showing. I would just keep an eye on that. Keep an eye out on that going forward. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, you know how it gets when it's uh especially AFC North matchups. That's and, a fact. Uh, and um, we had three three games on the road uh, to start out our divisional matchups, and uh, we went two and one. Um, not at home, so you know how it is when people come to MNT big. So for sure, for sure. And only not doubt, only not doubt part on the Ravens. He's only lost by seventeen. I mean, by seven. Yeah, by but, seven. Seventeen yeah, is crazy. By seven. Um, by seven. We'll, we'll talk about teams' big losses soon. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, no, no, no. We're, we're here. We're here. Because there is a team that lost by 32 points. Um, Can the resident Cowboys fan unmute their microphone for me? Say it again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, You're on the hot block. So, uh, Sunday Night Football on NBC – we had an NFC matchup featuring the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Dak Prescott makes $40 million a year, and Brock Purdy was the last pick in the draft. Who do you think won that game? We simply got out schemed, we got out coached, and we got out played, and we watched the game. It was like the defense ain't do nothing. Mike Parsons ain't do nothing. Dak ain't do nothing. Mike ain't no, do nothing. No, no, no. Dak, Dak- he has something now. That did a few things. I can't do nothing. You know, the play calling was bad. If you can see, I was watching the podcast with like uh Fred Warner, the um, linebacker for um the 49ers. He was just he just mm-hmm. did a podcast on the game. He was like, Yeah, we was just like the he said the the, the Cowboys scheme is so predictable. We like to do mess routes and have slants and corners. He was like, This the, the how you got that sack on a deck. He was like, they tried because when we won the uh, the uh, mesh contest, we try to get the the coverage to bump me to each other. So he just mm-hmm, bit down mm-hmm. and he saw it, you know. I think I think Mike need to switch this. He needs to switch this up because people it's slants. It's slants and mess concepts, y'all. It's easy. You can't beat big teams like this with slants and mess concepts. So it'll just out scheme from the from the jump of the game. It'll just out scheme from jumping the game. I think I think this is where you need those, you know, those shots downfield like a Keller Moore, those like, you know, those shots you take. But you simply just got beat out schemed. I'll play no defensive turnovers. It's okay. interesting because week one, week one, you were, you were a fan of uh, Mike McCarthy's new offense, and now you're saying this is the cause of the blowout. So which one is it? I mean, it's not a good offense. <laughs> we, we, we're running mess concepts and slants. <laughs> we're running slants and mess concepts. Like, but it's, I'm confused why you guys don't take deep shots with all those weapons that you have at rec- the receiver position. You got – what Turpin? You got um, uh, CD Lamb. You got uh, Michael Gallup. You got a Brandon. lot of guys who can go for deep and get the ball. Brandon, Brandon Cooks. That's what I'm Brandon saying. Brandon Cooks too. That's what I'm saying. I feel like we if we don't have that fixed by you know by like week twelve, we're just gonna lose the the big games going into the playoffs. By week twelve, 
Can you guys we, fix we, it? We can, we, can, we can beat a bunch of teams with slants. Like, I don't think there's a lot of teams we can't beat with slants. I just, we can't beat the 49ers with slants. The mess concepts. Yeah, you guys will too. probably play them in the playoffs if, if you guys go there. Yes, yeah, so if we go there, we're good. Like we can beat a Ravens team with slaps and messages. Uh, <laughs> hey man, I don't think so. Do y'all play, do y'all play uh, Seattle and or the Rams this year? We play we play the Chargers next week, we play the Rams the week after that, and then we play the Eagles. Oh uh, well you you guys are currently 0-2 against the NFC West. And I think you're I think we we're gonna beat all those teams though. I don't think I don't, this, the Forty Nine is simply the best team in in football. It's, it's well, simply, well, well, it's simply the best team in football. It's hard to argue with that. Uh, Christian McCaffrey might be the best running back in the world right now. He's had um, what is it? How many games in a row? Fourteen. Fourteen straight. He's tied the NFL record with fourteen straight games with a TD. Um, he didn't do much, but he got in the end zone. That's more we can say about Tony Pollard. So. Just saying, man, and I remember you saying that Tony Pollard was 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 just as good, if not better, than CMC. I believe you. The, the scheme is just not there. We're we're not. We're running down tackle. We're running downhill when we should be running off tackle. Got you. Got you. It's just not there. Got really, you. Hopefully, Mike McCarthy, you know, gets on Madden, some shit, <laughs> you know, finds a new place because this is getting bad. He, <laughs> he needs to take. Things. He needs to take Andy Reid's approach. Maybe Andy Reid's approach. He, he gets a play from anywhere and anywhere. That's what I'm saying. Like, we, should, we should, you know how the, who the Lions ran the same play that the, uh, that Kittle scored on earlier that day. That's that's a fact. Earlier uh, that day. Kyle Shanahan stole, well, not stole, but yeah, he took a play from the Lions earlier that day and like, used it. Can we do that? Because <laughs> like, can we do the same thing? That's like, crazy. Yeah. And George Kittle had three TDs. Every time we touched the ball, he was in the end zone. Three receptions for three touchdowns is insane. Yep. Damn. And then I remember Kittle might be missed for Sunday night football because I remember he had a similar showing uh our freshman year against Green Bay. He was going crazy on Sunday night. I might have to look into that. He might have played better on Sunday night football. Hey, it might be something there for him. Yeah, speaking of something there, he also had an F Dallas shirt under his jersey. Oh wow. So, <laughs> so uh why, why is there such a beef? That's really nah, I don't know. I think well the Fans making a beef, I think he will definitely regret that, you know. Well, well, San Fran and Dallas have been have been rivals since like the eighties, even back when Dion was there. So he's put, you know, Dion played for both of these teams. So Charles Haley also played for both of these teams, if I'm not mistaken. And then in addition to, I think Ken Norton. So yeah, they there's a lot of overlap in uh in the uh, talent for the Cowboys and the 49ers. So that that's a story rivalry for a while. So. I wouldn't put it past Kittle for, you know, ever since choice, choice words for the ops. Mm. Then to talk on uh, a bit of some of the showings, Dak threw three picks um, and Brock Purdy is still undefeated in the regular season. There was uh, some promise with the the, the Turpin touchdown um, and that might be something good to look to post-injury. But the main thing that I want to emphasize is with these three picks – is is the emphasis on scheming or is the issue at the quarterback position for the Cowboys? If you watch the game, if you watch the game, right? The wide receivers aren't even open. The wide receivers aren't open. And when, when Dak threw the picks, they were already down 20. The first pick was a shot downfield. The second pick was a deflection off the hands of the wide receiver. The third pick was a deflection off the hands of the wide receiver. So honestly, 
It was only really one pick. You know what I'm saying? Three I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I am. I am in favor of the NFL creating a stat for like, like wide receiver interception. Because yeah, some of these wide receivers do be selling their QBs. It's you know, and it's deflections dropping his hand. Uh, it was just definitely scheming. I saw someone break it down on like I saw someone of uh a uh, former QB break it down on like TikTok how he was just like the routes, the way the way uh 49 was playing defense, it was just stopping all the routes and Mike McCarthy was just doing the same plays. And you can you can watch that feet the way that Turpin touchdown, you can watch his feet. He felt comfortable throwing the ball and making that pass. And all the other plays, it was just like he wasn't setting his feet. Just the way deep the 49ers were playing defense. Are, are you talking about watching your QB's feet during the game? Yes. Seriously? <laughs> yes. You are the chatting, yo. The yo way, he said, he said the if, way, if, you, if you go back, analyze, and watch his feet. The this way Chris. The way you can no, see. No, it's not. No, it's not. The way he set up and threw the touchdown, he felt comfortable with the play, the protection. The way you see all the other passes, he's like the scheme and wasn't there. When you you guys have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. And the 49ers had one of the best defensive line in the NFL. And the offensive and the and offensive line. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You can see that you can see why he's not comfortable and he's just, you know, that's why the, the reads aren't there. He go I'm one, saying, if he's usually play QB, you go one two, line. When you go when you play QB, you go one, two, three. Behind. When you play QB, you go one, two, three, right? You Most go one, you drop back, go one, two, three. None is nothing's open, and you're getting sacked. So he's going, he's dropping back going one, two, three. No one's open. And he's taking has Dak beat his San Fran in his career? I think so. I'm not I'll looking go. to that. But also, speaking of speaking of getting beaten, uh, Brock Purdy is undefeated in the regular season still. Yep. Um, I'm still not moved, but he he's showing himself a lot. Yeah, that's hate. Oh, Dak has beaten. <laughs> Dak is 2-1 against San Fran. Salute, salute, salute. All right, so that was the first loss. Two, two, two and two, actually, two and two. Wait, two, I, I thought he two lost and three. Last year, last two and three. Last year, two and three. He's two and two in the regular season. He played him. He played him his rookie year, 2016. He played him 2017. Beat him. Okay, so he's two and two in the regular season. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's not hate, Brian. He's a several round QB. I'm just saying, he's shown that he can produce. Yes. Oh, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. He's shown he can produce. Yes. I'm just not moved yet. Hey man, See, if you watch Brock Purdy feet, if you watch Brock Purdy feet, he's comfortable the whole time. He's just like dropping back, setting, letting the ball go because the concepts are legit. The concepts are legit. You know, I think it's just a coaching problem. Dak is getting paid so much. If he's having an issue with the concepts, don't you think he should say something? Factual. You can't <laughs> say something can't coach. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You're getting paid $40 million. He's, he's not just at the end of the day, they're expecting he's him not to just go the out OC. there and produce. If they're expecting he's, him to go out there and produce, he's the head coach he's in the OC. Comfortable with the, well, he's both expected him to go out there and produce. If the play if the, if the play comes in, if the play comes in, you run the play. He's the head coach in the OC. Wrong or right? Well, in practice, you gotta say if something. Your mother tells like, you go wash the dishes. If your mother tells you go wash the dishes, you're gonna wash the dishes, wrong or right. Yeah. The, my my head coach is not, my, my head coach is not my mother. <laughs> My head coach is not my mother. If your mother tells you, Brian, if your mother tells you, Brian, go watch the dishes, what you going to do? Listen. You're not going to alter. You're not going to call an audible. You're going to be like, all right, I'm going to go watch the dishes. I'm going to tell me, if I'm going to tell me, go watch the dishes, like, go do something, I'm going to go do it. 
He's the head coach. He's the OC. He's the head coach and he's the OC. So he is you can't you can't really that's that's the play calls you want to play. So you gotta run the play call. Sounds like they need an offensive coordinator. Yes. Oh, y'all don't <laughs> have one? No, Mark Mike McCarthy is the OC and head coach. Oh man. Um can he just pay double salary? Probably not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Can we get the, the San Francisco remaining schedule, please? I know but, there's a boss on there somewhere. I, I forgot who warned us. A-Rod even warned us that his play calling was – it was – what the fuck? What's the word? Man? What's the word? It's, it was getting too old for the league. Like, you know, it was just getting too old for the league. You know what we need mm. to do? What's the Miami Dolphins head coach? Y'all not, get, y'all not getting right there, yo. Y'all not getting Mike. Need to take his play calling. It was stealing. <laughs> y'all not getting Mike. I'm telling you, man. We want we want PA crosses. Move the tight end out. Put him on a put him on a slant. And you know, feel me. I can go out there and coach an OC job. We can do it real good. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. On a PA crosses. Hey, maybe you guys can watch trail that Canada from the Steelers. Oh God. <laughs> Why will we want Matt Canada? <laughs> Matt Canada didn't even look happy when he won, when George Pickens scored the touchdown. He didn't even look happy. He looked like he wanted to lose that game. He was like, like he didn't want to lose that game. He didn't want to win that game. He's like, wow, he caught the ball. He he did look unmoved. He did no, no look cap. No, no like, cap. Wow, it's the game winning touchdown. Shit. Everyone else was happy. Was was as happy as could be. He didn't. I care not one bit. But what's it called? To give you guys the rest of the 49ers schedules, it's Browns, Vikings, Bengals, Jags, Buccaneers, Seahawks, Eagles, Seahawks, Cardinals, Ravens, uh, Commanders, Rams. At the max, I only see three losses. They can lose, they can win every game, bro. Yeah, at the at the if, max. If they beat if they beat the Eagles and they beat the Seahawks, they, they go undefeated. No one else is beating them. The Seahawks, Eagles, Seahawks stretch right there is going to be interesting. Yeah, they, they yeah. Won those three games, they go undefeated. At the max, I only see three losses. Nah, the, if they win those three games, they go undefeated. I just don't see them losing, bro. I just don't see them losing, man. It's so bad. They can lose in the playoffs, though. Uh, yeah, you know they put a lot of money into this team, so they're and they're and they and they said that the way their cap is structured, they have enough to. To make a splash, so this trade deadline is gonna be interesting. I believe the trade deadline is on Halloween, so I'm looking Did forward to it. Did you realize how every 49ers, every 49ers player is the highest player in their position? Facts. So where's the salary cap? Where's the salary cap, yo? Their I mean, QB is getting paid less than a million dollars. That's where. Oh, you look at everything else. Fred Warner, highest paid. What's his, what's his name? Uh, Nick Bosa, highest paid. Like everyone is highest paid at their position. Yeah, that's illegal. That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, maybe oh. maybe you should have like Dak. If y'all let Dak fall to the seventh round, y'all would have been straight. That's true. <laughs> they also draft well too. Absolutely, he drafts yeah. very well, and we don't have the cat space. Y'all don't draft as well as San Fran. Not you guys. Also you. pay people a lot too. Yeah. You know what yeah, I missed? I saw this post. You know about this one fellow Cowboys fan, right? You know how uh uh Leighton Vanders is out for like four weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should, what we should do, we should put Michael Parsons at linebacker, right? Move Sam back to move Sam back to edge, Doris Armstrong, and Dante Flower back to edge rushes, right? And then mm-hmm. we should make a play. We should make a play with the Broncos to get Patrick to time for a first round. Cause they're not going nowhere. 
You know, they're not going away. You know, y'all got Gilly. Hmm? Y'all got Gilly. Gilly's 100 years old. Y'all pay them. He's getting cooked out there. He's 100 years old. What are you talking about? We got Gilly. We we didn't even talk about the Cowboys defense this game. They didn't do anything. They didn't do nothing. Like, no one, I guess no one wanted to play football. I, I was Before. I was I was confused why you guys put uh my uh Micah Parsons uh, on like what was it Trent Williams? Yeah, Trent Williams highest paid. You see how this this highest paid <laughs> is not making sense. Also, a future Hall of Famer highest paid put him on the other guard, no other tackle. He was switching him around. They was just making him a non-factor. It was simply just making him a non-factor. Yeah. Wow. We should get we get we go get Pat Chatan now. Get like a first and a third. Hey man. Hey man. Yeah, maybe maybe y'all should just trade Dak and draft a QB. Honestly. Why would you trade Dak? The QB's not the problem. What are you talking about? Are, are you sure? I mean, you can use that money to do look at San Fran. They got a seventh rounder out here swinging the rock. No one else is Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is <laughs> like a uh what's that? A needle in a haystack, yo. <laughs> Everyone's not I like- guess so. Hey man, I, I say you guys give um what's his name? Who's y'all 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 third QB in the depth chart? Trey Lance. Trey Lance. I, I said y'all give Trey Lance a shot. Oh, thank you, Ryan. I thought, Zay, I thought you said, oh, Trey Lance, you know, inside man. This will be the, nah, what happened? Trey Lance lied to him. They, they just lied to him. <laughs> what Trey happened? Lance, Trey Lance is no worse than, Trey Lance is not good, bro. Oh, oh, okay. I think okay. Trey Lance give you guys a better shot. Because Mac is out there what, looking what, 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 what have you seen Trey Lance do with your two eyes? Throw yeah. picks, just like that. Oh, just throw picks and just no like that. Games. Just like that. <laughs> Dak, Dak has had one of the least turnovers in the NFL right now. You know who's above him? Lamar Jackson, Sam Howell, Josh Allen. Sam Howell's trash. You know, so. Who else? Josh Allen. Let me actually pull up these stats because they were trying to play earlier. <laughs> I to pull up the stats for you. Josh <laughs> Allen, Kirk Cousins, not, Jimmy not, G, Fields, Allen. Oh, Lamar Jackson, Tua, <laughs> guys, Wilson, Rice. Traction, traction, traction. Guys, we got so much more to cover. I was saying, I was saying. When you start talking numbers. They stopped talking. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> talking you know, all, all in all, but I think you guys will still do well with your schedule for the remaining season. I mean, Chargers, you guys have, you guys have an interesting one up coming up Monday. You guys got a, ooh, you got an interesting three game stretch. Yeah. Chargers, Rams, Eagles, but then after that, it goes Giants, Panthers, Commanders. We went to. We Whoa! Went to, huh? The end of y'all season is crazy. We have one of the hardest schedules. NFL. Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions. Yes, we have one of the hardest schedules in the NFL. <laughs> I'm season. just saying that if y'all lose to the Chargers, I don't want to hear nothing from the <laughs> from the rest of the season. We have to we just have to win two out of the next three. That's it. Hey, yo. That's, we win two out of the next three, then I'll be fine. All right. I'm just y'all, saying y'all just need to beat the Chargers and the Rams. Eagles, I'm not gonna lie, that brotherly shove is undefeated. So all, the Eagles, the Eagles know what's up with us. You know Dak is actually amazing. <laughs> The deck is actually amazing against all division opponents. All, I can't wait to drop this episode. You know, he's <laughs> actually amazing against the Eagles, Commanders, and Giants. Hey, you know, hey, now you, now it's on the internet, so huh? I can't wait. I can't wait to drop this episode. Let's go. It's telling you, bro. It's telling you. We 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 gonna beat the Eagles. We might sweep them. Worst, we go one one. They definitely not sweeping us. That's impossible. Oh yeah. no, you no, you said no. Y'all y'all get fired. Y'all get swept. Oh, it's getting swept? Yeah. Oh, Y'all getting swept. When have we ever got swept by the Eagles? This year. <laughs> ever. I mean, last year they did split with them. 
Y'all, this year, y'all getting swept. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but um, we were talking a lot about the Eagles because uh, it's it seems like you know NFC East, NFC East rival, hated rival the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they faced the Rams this uh this past week, and and they came out with the W. Um. Philly, you know, Jalen Hurts, top five quarterback in the NFL, did Jalen Hurts things. He had 375 total yards, two total TDs. So, you know, he wins. He's winning games out here. I think he's getting paid more than Dak, too. So it can't be it can't be an money issue, just saying. But uh, on the on the round side of things, we have Dak Cooper is Cup. Against the Eagles, just saying. <laughs> so, so, on the round side of things, Cooper Cup made his return, and it was like he never left. He had um a buck eighteen on eight catches. Uh Puka slid into the wide receiver two wide receiver two role, got himself a TD and two two that well also scored. Unfortunately, um the Eagles came up with the W the one by nine, but the Rams offense is looking amazing with all these pieces uh coming coming together. Karen Williams, Puka Nakua, two two that well, and now uh Cooper Cup. So Nice little matchup there. And Jalen Hurts showed that that brotherly shove is again undefeated. undefeated. Oh, for sure. Which is why they're looking to ban it, which I think they should. Because No, just Wait, stop is that, it. Is that, is that actually a thing? They're actually looking to ban yes. it? Yes. Yes. I know that all of them looking to ban it. The conversation was had. I doubt it gets banned, but, you know, if you yeah, can't it's, stop it. It's a QB it. sneak. What? Yes. Why a QB sneak? They're, they're looking into the injuries. They're, they're, trying to, they're trying to find a way to ban it. They're yes. actually trying to find a way to ban it. Yes. Why, what's, what's, the, what's what's the primary concern with the QB sneak? So it's not your traditional. You know, it's not your traditional. It's basically it's basically a rug, a rugby a rugby scrum. I think one of the offensive linemen used to play rugby. I could be wrong, but uh, one team, well, a team tried to do it, and I think two the Giants tried to do it. I think two or three of their linemen ended up getting injured. So it's a, in my opinion, it is a. It's a talent advantage, but I guess the NFL is trying to promote safety and all this other wahala. So I hope it doesn't get banned. But if it does, hey, I mean, I'm sure they'll just talent, work around it. If your team got more talent, you can't be mad, right? And other right. teams are just having better players, right? That's like being mad at like uh, Dak for getting forty million a year. You can't be mad that he's just getting paid more. Hey, man. You know what they say? If you don't want something to complain, if we complain long enough, it might change. So, yeah. hey, but sometimes complaints fall on deaf ears. That's the a Eagles, fact. Eagles got some good games coming up. They got uh, the Jets next week. I think. I think they could possibly drop this game to the Jets. Let's be serious. Jets got a great defense. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson replying like you know he want to play football. So I don't know. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about the Jets soon enough. But speaking of things falling on deaf ears, we all picked this. Bengals Cardinals game incorrectly, right? The Bengals won 34 to 20. Jamar Chase um back in his bag um with uh what three touchdowns, 192 yards and 15 receptions. I believe he broke a team record. And James Conner also went down with the injury. Kyler Murray is still recovering and the trade talks seem to be stalled. What do you guys think is going on overall here? Are the Bengals back and ready to play football? The Bengals beat the Cardinals. As they, I mean, I picked the Cardinals, but logic would have it. 
you going into the season, you would think the Bengals would win this game, and they did. So this win doesn't move me. If they lost, I would have. I would. I wouldn't have been moved. I still think the Bengals are frauds. But you know, I will say Jamar said he's always open. He had a buck with a buck, a buck ninety two. Um. So yeah, I think he he's due. You know, he should be getting paid soon. And I think that Burrow to Chase might be the new. No, it's not the might. It's definitely the new Palmer to Ocho Cinco. So. I mean, this is what you expect from the Bengals. Hopefully, they can do this against actual competition. Yeah, birds falling short, but some birds not falling short was the the Falcons versus the Texans, um, twenty one to nineteen. Man. Yeah, definitely a great game there. I didn't catch it. Can you guys tell me a little bit more about it? Um, Falcons on with a field goal, walk off field goal. Uh, CJ Stroud, man, look at here. You can lock that in right now. See- Absolutely. Hey, Scott, one of the two of the year, so. Absolutely. Um, CJ Sharp broke a record. He hasn't done a pick still. In his five in his five games, he's thrown 186 passes without a pick. And before that, the record was 176 passes. And that record holder was um who was it? Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Oh, oh it was Dak Prescott. Give <laughs> Unfortunately, Dak Prescott has been throwing picks ever since that. So hopefully, Caesar Stroud doesn't adopt that uh, characteristic. He had 249 yards on a TD in this game. Uh, unfortunately, took the L. You know, Bijan Robinson is looking like a true offensive weapon for the uh, for the Falcons. If you the catch he made, like the one hand grab, snagged on his back. And yeah, it looked like it looked like a crossover dribble. Like, he's, like, wow, he's definitely. Hey man, I used to joke and say he's the second coming to Marshall Falk, but I could be right. I I could be right. Uh, Bijan too. Bijan Cole rookie of the year, but I think it's just like also a, a QB award. Right, right. I feel like CJ Stroud. I think he just changed the whole culture of the Houston. So I think absolutely that effect will get him rookie of the year. Absolutely. It was going to, I also had an HA, but HA gonna miss like four weeks. So it's like right. Yeah. Um Desmond Ritter seems to have you know the the talk on Desmond Ritter versus he was amongst the worst QEs in the league, but he just beat a premier talent in CJ Stroud and he had over three hundred yards and a touchdown this in this matchup. Uh Drake London also threw a pass for that went twenty two yards in addition to the seventy eight receiving yards. Uh, Kyle Pitts had the team of receiving yards. He had seven catches for 87 yards. And uh, Desmond Ritter also had a rushing touchdown. So the Falcons' offense is showing signs of it, of its capabilities. But hopefully, I don't think this will be uh, a, a sustained a sustained uh, output. At least not now. Bijan also scored a TD. Uh, he caught a touchdown pass in this game as well. So... Do you think that now Desmond Ritter is a QB that can be believed in? It's hard to say. Uh, I don't hate. Um, I, I I like Desmond Ritter. Uh, I think he's okay. He didn't lose much in college, but you know he's what second second year, right? Second year, second year pro, and he's taking a few L's at the top of his career. But I think I think he will soon course correct. I think uh, Arthur Smith is putting a lot of weapons on on that offensive side. They just got Van Jefferson in the trade, I think, yesterday. So 
they're just adding to the arsenal of talent there. Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson, Drake London, Grant Jefferson, Tyler Algier. So their piece is there. Uh, and, the, and the defense isn't half bad as well. AJ Terrell, Jeff Okuda, um, uh, and a few other, oh, Jesse Bates and a few others. So I think they just got to gel. And this is like the first year where they're like really just like seeing what their pieces can do. I think by next year, they might be in a, in a, in a playoff contention. Uh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. But speaking of teams gelling very well, let's talk about the Detroit Lions versus the Panthers. The Detroit Lions won 42 to 24. Um, Jared Goff, uh, three touchdowns, 236 yards. David Montgomery, 19 carries, 109 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Josh Reynolds uh, leading them with four receptions, 76 yards, one touchdown. Um, Aiden Hutchinson had a pick. Sam Laporta should now also be in the Offensive Rookie of the Year. I don't know, Sam. Yo, this is so many good. This might be the best rookie class I've ever seen. These it rookies, might be. These rookies are actually insane. You know, they, actually, they actually are insane. Like, Sam Laporte. Jer- let's, let's, let's talk about Jared Goff here. Let's talk about Jared Goff and this renewed career. Oh, my God. Everyone, I love golf. Everyone I do, too. Golf. I love golf. I I've, been a, I've been a form, a firm supporter of Jared Goff for a minute now. Um. Yeah. He broke his, I think he broke his thumb one year. And I was like the worst, second worst year of his career. Mm-hmm. I think his worst year was when he was with Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher's trash. So the the talk on golf was he was mid mediocre. He's played in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know that defense was stacked, but Jared Goff was still making plays and getting things done. So I'm glad to see he's found new light. And Dan Campbell, you know, former, a former tight end, he has that offensive mind. Jameer Gibbs didn't even play. The weapons in Detroit are serious. I think, you know, Jared Goff will definitely be in the, a pro bowler. And, yeah, oh, I feel Montgomery, like he might. Uh, Montgomery also. Montgomery oh, yeah, Monty as well. Like, there's so many weapons in there's so many weapons in Detroit. It's it's looking nice. Lions are a hard team to beat. Who's who else in the division? They won definitely won a division. Oh yeah, Green Bay trash, Chicago yeah. trash, trash, and Minnesota unserious. So, serious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they can win a playoff game also too. Absolutely. You know, see, they are. They can win a playoff game. That matchup. absolutely. So yeah, it's it's fun to watch the Lions play now. You know, it's, it's fun to watch the Lions play now. That's a fact. Um, as far as the Panthers are concerned, they still can't win a game, but they do have. Uh no, Chicago has their pick. So, seeing what DJ Moore just did on th- this past Thursday, and seeing what the Panthers are doing now, if you're a Bears fan, you are looking. It's, you're in the catbird seat. It's looking good for the future. Facts, 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 facts. Uh, if the season ended, if the season ended today, the Bears had the first and second pick of the draft. Yeah. Yeah. That is the Bears. You, you were onto something here, Dan. They might be. It, it's it's a it's a win win. Either they do well this season, or they get two very high first draft picks. Because the Panthers are on five. <laughs> See, I'm telling you. All right. So, I think there's no way for them to really lose uh, going into next season. Facts. Facts. Um, what do you guys think overall that they'll do to fill their needs for the team with these two picks? Um, 
I'm not sure how they feel about Justin Fields at this point in the season. With that first, that, that second pick, though, they definitely should go grab my guy from Ohio State. Wait. Oh, yeah, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison Jr. and DJ Moore might be the best duo in the NFL. Definitely grab my guy from Ohio State. Yeah, Man. that would be a crazy duo. Um, Speaking of Notre Dame, I think Cole Komet also wants Notre Dame, and he's – Anyway, Cole um, that's nice. It's <laughs> a good tight end. Let's not do that. <laughs> he's alright. He's he's alright. Um, I don't think Chase Claypool put any got any burn in this game. He was traded uh, to Miami, uh, like a couple of days before the game started. So I'm sure he'll get some reps in this fall week. Um, the, the Giants are the Giants. I had too much to say. I'm just not impressed. Yeah, and, had a great game. Unfortunately, suffered an injury to his knee. Should be out like think like three or four weeks. They said right, but when he come back, just like looks like he never left. You know, track star. Right, eight chain be moving those chains. That's yeah. one thing for sure. One fifty one sure. yards, eleven carries, one touchdown. I'm so sad he's not on my fantasy team. I had him. He I was on your fantasy team. He was <laughs> on my fantasy team. I had him for a very brief period of time, but then I let him go like a dummy. And it's okay. <laughs> I won't make that decision like that. It's fatal in the future. And, you know, because it's only like my second season, third season uh, playing fantasy. Wait, 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 y'all got to listen to this. Brian had Tyreek Hill, Tua, and A-Chain on his team all at one time. I'm just saying. I'm just, had the, you had the super stack. He had the super squad. He had <laughs> I, the super I did, squad. I, I did, in fact, have the super stack. And, you know, unfortunately, I squandered it. Why did you? Who did you get? Who did you uh, drop a chain for? I, I dropped a chain for Truba Hubbard. Oh my god! <laughs> he dropped a chain for Truba Hubbard. Yeah, worst mistake you've ever made. But, uh, yeah, hey. it's pretty bad. Hey, not gonna Tyreek, lie. Tyreek, Tyreek, and uh, Tua, oh, they give some points. They give absolutely. Um, Tyreek gives some points. Tyreek gives great points, and so does Tua. Let's not, yeah, not act like yeah. Tyreek Hill had eighty-one. Was that 81 or 181? Let me see. 181 yards on eight receptions and one touchdown, and two ahead, 308 yards, two touchdowns, but two picks. That was unfortunate. But yeah, yeah, you got to take the good with the bad. Uh, you know, we spoke about Eli Apple. He's a former giant. Um, typically, whenever whenever you hear hear about Eli Apple, it's negative. But in this revenge, <laughs> in this revenge game, he led the team in tackles. So you know, nice little nice little bright spot for him there. Um, speaking of bright spots, even though the Giants got blasted, uh, J- Jason Jason Pinnock had a house call, a uh, hundred and two yard pick six. The Giants couldn't score an offense, but their defense gave them some points. So there's some, there's a bright spot there, and Jalen Ramsey should be returning soon from Miami. So uh, that 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 book the bookend of Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey will be a duo. I'm just looking forward to seeing. So, do you think the league is ready for what this Jalen Waddle Miami Dolphins defense is going to look like? Jalen Ramsey, absolutely not. Oh, Jalen Ramsey, my fault. Yeah, me personally, I still don't think their defense is good. I don't. I don't think what we what we have seen is that if you hit the Miami Dolphins in the mouth early, their offense can't really get started, and their defense is not strong enough to hold hold good offenses back. So. If they don't go out there and be track stars when you're early, then you, you should be able to win that game. But so like against Kansas City, I think I think the Dolphins beat Kansas City because they don't have the defense to like 
it would just be like a shootout match, you know, one of those good old fashioned, you know, 80 point games, 80 point games, 40, 40, 40, 42, something like that. But if you when you saw them play the Bills, when you saw them play the Bills, you saw how uh they weren't able to score because the Bills defense were, you know, a little bit good. So yeah. They play the Eagles, sheesh. Gonna be scary out there. She's <laughs> gonna be scary out there. Absolutely. But I do think that Jalen will help this uh defense and definitely bring back some of that intensity. You know, he's played in the Super Bowl. Facts. Uh, does he got a ring? Does he have a ring or not? Uh he was with the Rams, right? He he has rings. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was with the Rams. Yeah, so, so I believe he does have a ring. But uh let's uh let's talk about some of the losers, right? Patriots. They take another L. Jesus. Um, Saints steamrolled 34-0. This is their second loss in a row. They've been outscored 72-3 to in the past two weeks. What do you think is going on here, Zay? This is crazy. Mac Jones. Mac Jones is not a guy. Belichick is not scheming well. You know, now people are starting to wonder, like, was it was it Belichick? Was it or was it Tom Brady, you know? Like, what, what, what like you know, Tom Brady left and he won, you know? Belichick hasn't won since Tom Brady's left, so I think it was it was truly Tom Brady, and Tom Brady made Bill Belichick look like a better coach than he actually was. Not to say Bill Belichick is a bad coach, but I just believe he's defensive minded, and you really yeah. need need a point guard there on offense to to really run things. Somebody in that QB uh, position that can really move things around. And I don't think Mac Jones is that they're that guy for them. And honestly, if they are able to land somebody like Caleb Williams, I think things will change for them. I don't like Caleb Williams in the Patriots jersey. I just don't like the because you know Caleb Williams plays a type of offense. Like I think the Vikings fit, Green Bay probably fits them. Uh, who else? Raiders, Dallas. He plays that type of. Dallas. He plays you guys, that are you guys looking for a QB? No, I'm just saying like the offense is that Max Caleb Williams style. Like he's like a. You know, he's like another, like, um, Mahomes type of QB. Like, he's going to get the ball down there. And for – to, I think when, you, when you're when a Patriot, you got to be like that offensive manager, like like a Tom Brady. Like, he's like a game controller. Like, he can – he controls the game when he's out there, you know. He's like his personal OC. I think Tom Brady is, like, definitely like his – one of his own OC. So, like, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Another thing, uh, Alvin Kamara, second game back uh... – and he's getting seeing more volume in these two games. He's had 33 carries, 131 yards, one touchdown, 16 catches, and 50 yards. The Saints offense is fully activated. Kamara, Michael Thomas, Olave, Taysom Hill, Jimmy Graham, Kendra Miller, all contributed. All contributed. It's scary. People were forgetting, like, Kamara didn't even come off with, like, no injury. He was just simply training, waiting to come back from suspension. Wait, so, what did he get suspended for? I think he beat up some guy. I think some what? Him and some friends beat up some guy. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a, a nightclub. He had to put hands and feet on somebody. Yeah, hands and feet is crazy. Yeah, it was actually bad. You saw the video. It was actually bad. <laughs> I mean, he was playing dance dance revolution on somebody's face. Is that that's what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah during Pro Bowl weekend. So yeah. like Pro Bowl weekend, he went, he, went, he went from dodgeball to a serious brawl in like 24 hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, I hope it was worth it, but, hey, but it's looking like uh, he hasn't skipped a beat and he's out there doing everything he can. Facts. Facts. I should have picked him up in fantasy. But... Hey, hey, he was he was low-key off the block quickly, you know, in, in one of our leagues. I'm not going to lie to you, even for him being suspended, because I think everybody knows Kamara is that guy. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The Honey Badger gets a pick six in this matchup, and uh, the Patriots offense, as we've talked about, pedestrian. Mac Jones may need to be benched, and honestly, they may need to start looking elsewhere. Um, we already talked about the rumors of Bill Belichick maybe potentially going somewhere else, um, but honestly, that just seems unlikely. Thanks. Yeah. You know, let's talk about, you know, the sky and the land. Let's talk about the Jets and the Broncos. Um, this is Nathaniel Hackett's revenge game. Brees Hall is no longer on a pitch count, and it paid immediate dividends. Uh, 22 carries, 177 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, Bryce Hall, DB, uh, 39-yard scoop and score. Um, Brees Hall and Bryce Hall are not related, I will add. Um, Javante Williams, um, the odd man out, tore his ACL last year, suffered a quad injury this year that has kept him out of this position. He may potentially be on the trade block um, because of this. And let's talk about Russell Wilson. Despite his record, it's been a respectable season for him thus far. I don't know. After all the things that uh, – did you guys uh, uh, catch a Club Shay Shay? Uh, with yeah, we talked yeah, about him the last part. About that, yeah. man. After that, I just have a bad taste in my mouth with Russell Wilson. I don't know. I don't know if there's just something wrong with that guy. It's like it's like, bro. You want your own office. You don't really want to connect with your team. Yo, not, like, not too much. Not not too much. We got the same birthday, so he's just, so. Hey, but you you guys aren't <laughs> the same. You guys clearly aren't guys the same guys. You know what I mean? You know. Oh, that's hate. But anyway, not, not um, on, it's not hate <laughs> on you. It's hate on him. All right, let's be clear here. You know. All right. All right. You know, Russell Wilson. It's like, I don't know. I I don't know. Something just rubs me off the wrong way. Of, about the guy, you know, it's like, you know, I don't know. What do you guys think? You know, I think, I think he's capable QB and I won't, I don't want to say it's a bad situation. The talent is there on both sides. I'm not sure what's wrong with Denver. I thought, I thought it wasn't Nathaniel Hackett. Um, But I will say though, three out of two out of Two out of four of these losses were one-score games, so they could easily be four and one. That's true. Just looking at it from holistically, from my perspective, I'm just like, the Broncos are not a good team, and it may be coaching, it may be personnel, but one thing is for sure, Russell Wilson is on the older side of things. He's 34 years old, and he doesn't want to be treated like a player. Maybe his next career is in coaching or something, but yeah. Potentially. But I will say, uh, despite all this, there are some bright spots in the Broncos offense. They drafted uh, Jaleel McLaughlin uh, this past year. Uh, even with Javante Williams out, Jaleel McLaughlin got some, got some burn. These past two games, he's had 16 total carries. He's amassed 100 and 140 yards. No rushing TDs been the been the receiving game. He's had bad to bad games with the receiving touchdown. So he's definitely he's definitely he's definitely been featured in this offense. I'm sure he'll get an uptick in volume going forward. I hope so. I hope so. You know, hopefully things change. What do you think, Zay? Yeah. All right. Um, Monday night game, huh? Yep. Yeah. 
Packers Raiders. What happened here? Most of us picked the Packers here, but as we uh, saw, from, I picked the Raiders. <laughs> never uh, all right, the Raiders. all right. You know this. This is one of the few weeks that you know Zay does better than the majority in terms of picking. I always well, pick upset games. I'm actually well. This good. was another. This was another revenge game. Uh, this time for Devontae Adams. Yeah. Uh, he was he was calm. He had four catches for 45 yards. But the Raiders' offense at large, um, did just about everything you would need them to do. Good. A good distribution to work. Josh Jacobs uh put in put in the work on the ground. Jacoby Myers did this and damage through the air. And they came out with the with the with the W. Um Jordan Love is looking very not so good. Um, think so? he, threw, he he did three picks and he would and he had, he just refuses to throw the ball to Romeo Dubs. So because of that, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of Jordan Love. Um, Aaron Jones didn't play this game. So AJ Dillon got the bulk of the carries. He he was fairly he was fairly decent. I think he had like four or five yards of carry, and I think a rushing touchdown as well. Um, but yeah, Vegas came out on top. I can't really assess whether the Raiders are a good team or a bad team, but the Packers just don't look like a good team right now. I think the Raiders are a good team. With Jacoby Myers, I think the Patriots are like actually hitting their head on the nail, you know. Oh yeah, because they gave Jacoby Myers to pick up Juju. <laughs> and was, they get and they got the same amount of money. They could have signed Jacoby Myers for, for the money they gave Juju and they chose not to. Exactly. And you see how that's turned out. Yeah, very bad. Yeah, I I don't know what to think about. Jordan Love, uh, to circle back a little bit, um, his all-time stats like uh, he was he was a number he was a first-round pick, uh, twenty-six overall in twenty twenty. Yep. And uh, I mean, obviously he was behind Aaron Rodgers, so this is the first year he's really seeing like significant playing time. Um, yep. He's thrown eleven touchdowns and nine interceptions in his career all-time. Um, Fifty-seven percent uh, completion percentage. Um, 78.1 pass rating. This may just be due to a small uh, sample size, but I hope things uh, turn up for the better for him because I think he has potential to be a good QB through the league, but I think he just needs more time. He just needs to throw the ball to Romeo Dubs. That's all he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else he chooses to do isn't beyond me, but give my man Romeo the ball. That's about it. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't say it better myself, but let's talk about some of these uh, predictions for this week. All right. So week one, we got Broncos versus Chiefs. Say who you taking? Chiefs. Dan, I got Mister Head and Shoulders, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. All right. Ravens, Titans. Titans. Bergen, Bergen. I'm rocking with the Ravens as well. Uh, Panthers, Dolphins. 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 Can you pull a picture for me, Brian? Oh, no, that's a lot of typing you're expecting from me, Dan. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. You got the document <laughs> open. I'm, 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 I'm going to try my best. All um, right. Thanks uh, versus Texans. I got New Orleans. I got New Orleans. 
Uh, hmm. I got the Texans. It's going to be a good game, though. I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. I will give it a flip, but as of right now, I got New Orleans. I'm going to take the Texans. Um, the Texans have shown that they are less than pedestrian um, so far. Facts. And Facts. CJ Stroud, um, I saw it in week one when he played the Ravens. You know, I was like, okay, he got a little bit of a dog in him. Uh, Commanders, Falcons, what y'all thinking? Taking the Falcons. Yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking that one. I think Taylor, I think Taylor Heineke got the drop on Robert Vera, and he's going to tell Justin Ritter everything he needs to know. I'm taking the Commanders here. You know, I like the Falcons, but I just think overall that the Commanders, there after a 20-point loss to the, the Bears, I think they're going to bounce back, and they're going to show that they're our actual football team. Their offensive coordinator, he's been sturdy with them throughout the season. And... uh What's his name? Uh, Terry McLaughlin. McCorn, Terry McCorn. Terry, Terry McLaughlin. McLaughlin. <laughs> That's a track star. <laughs> Terry McLaurin, you know, he showed that he, he can play. So I'm rocking with the commanders. All right, Jags, Colts. Who y'all got? Jags. Duval. We got the Jags. <laughs> I'm going to take the Colts here. All right. Hey, Minshew Magic, man. Oh, this is a this is a Minshew Magic game. You might be on to something. Minshew Magic, and he got JT and uh, Zach in the backfield. I think he's gonna be fine. You might be on to something. Uh, I still got Jacksonville. Seahawks, Bengals. I like the Hawks, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals won. Exactly what they said. Exactly what they said. I think the Bengals are gonna show a nice uptick, and hopefully, we see some T Higgins receptions and touchdowns this week. So, I believe T. Higgins got yeah, hurt. Out. <laughs> I think he's out uh, for three weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, he might be out through the bye, but I'm still taking the Bengals. Uh, Jamar Chase has shown that he is a 7-11, open 24-7. So. That part. Vikings-Bears. Like the this, might be the this might be the Caleb Williams Bowl. I like, and, I like the Vikings, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears won. Oh, uh, hmm. I'm gonna take the Vikings just because I feel like Jordan Addison can can step into that wide receiver run role a little, a little more than, than people to expect, and that will pay dividends. Ironically enough, I just realized Jordan Addison went to USC, and currently the Vikings are a uh, a contender for the number one overall pick. So I'm just saying they trade Kirk Cousins and then pair up Caleb Williams with Jettis and Jordan Addison and Hawkinson. That could be scary. It could be. It could be. I, I like I like the Vikings here as well. Actually, nah. I like the Bears. <laughs> Bears are coming off a off a off a pretty big win. Um it looks like uh what's the what's the what's the Bears QB? What's his name? Exactly. You don't even know his exactly. name. Justin Fields. <laughs> Justin Fields. Uh, Justin Fields, he showed uh he said he's taking accountability for his team, and they've shown that they can go out there and win a game, especially on Monday Night Football. So, oh, that's the Monday Night game. No, like, oh, uh, where the Monday Night game? Yeah, last week he Thursday night. Win. Okay, okay, okay. Oh no, on Thursday Night Football. That yeah, yeah, I got you. You knew what I meant. Forty Nine ers. No, I didn't. <laughs> 49ers, okay, bro. okay. Take the I think the Niners go undefeated. Dan. Uh. Yeah, I'll take San Fran. <laughs> I'm taking the 49ers. 
Patriots Raiders. Take the Raiders. Yeah, Josh, Josh, Josh McDaniels about to expose the Patriots. I'll take Vegas. I'm taking the Patriots. I think after two heavy losses like that, they need a bounce back. It's not going to be this week, but okay. We'll see. The Raiders show that they play close games, and I think that they can, you know, they can sneak one off of them. All right, Lions, Bucks. Ooh. I'll take the Lions. This is going to be a close one. Um, I'm picking Detroit because Baker Mayfield doesn't move me. But yeah, there's the battle of the number one overall. It's the battle of the number one overall picks. Uh, I like the Lions a little bit more. I like their weapons a little bit more, and their defense is pretty good. So I'll take Detroit. Hmm. No, I like the Lions. No, keep the Bucks. <laughs> no, 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 no. Good foot, good foot. I like the Lions. I like the Lions too. Cardinals, Rams, Rams, Rams by a thousand. Cardinals are sneaky, man. So I'm gonna take the Cardinals. Jeez. Oh, okay. He's so unserious. You got a lot of faith in Josh Dobbs. <laughs> hey, Joshua mm-hmm. Dobbs has shown that he can beat a football team. Hey, shout out. Okay. Hey, tell the cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Eagles, Jets. Bird game, bird game. Hey, man. It's, I'll take Eagles, but I think the Jets could win the game. It's okay. going to be a battle in the sky, but I'm taking the Eagles. Bird game, bird game. Giants, Bills. Easy Bills. We got the Brian Daywall revenge game, but I still got Buffalo. I got Buffalo too. Cowboys Chargers. Take the boys on a must-win game. Monday night football. Can if y'all lose this game, I'm never picking the Cowboys again. But I'm picking the Cowboys this week. Um I think the Cowboys have shown me enough until <laughs> the Cowboys told me enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's man be so unserious. And I just I just I just say what uh say what I see, man. All right, man. See enough. Uh, let's talk about NHL opening day. Had some great matchups yesterday. Had some mm-hmm. great matchups yesterday, you feel me? We had the uh, Predators taking on the Lightning. We had the uh, Blackhawks taking on the Penguins. This was a special game. I'll get into that. And we had uh, the go to the reigning Stanley Cup champions to go to Knights against the Kraken. You know, they're all good games. Like uh, Tampa Bay, Lightning, uh, you know, when, um, hold it out. Uh, the Predators beating a 5-3. Good, you know. Predators was the favorite. No, the Predators were supposed to win because they had the best goalie, but Tim Bay um, edged it out, beat them 5-3. Mm. Two goals in the third period. Oh, wow. Blackhawks and the Penguins, you know. The, the Penguins was minus 1.5. The Blackhawks, the Blackhawks in NHL are who they, who would I, who would I compare them to? In, uh, um, they're like the Bears. <laughs> they're, they're, they're basically the Bears, right? They got their one over pick last year. They're basically the Bears. Of the NHL, they got Connor mm-hmm. Bernard. He's this, he's this special talent. He's like, who a talent you haven't seen. So like when Mahomes came into the league, he's like one of those. Revolutionary oh word, guys. okay. And he was going, he was going against his uh his idol, you know, Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby, right, 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 right. Crosby of the Penguins, you know. The, they were losing the whole game, you know. Third period, two clutch goals. He got his first assist. He got his first assist yesterday. He was playing fabulous, you know. Got his first assist yesterday. And the Blackhawks ended up winning 4-2 with two clutch goals in the third period. Wow. That was crazy. They were way underdogs. Uh, you had the Golden Knights. You know, they got their rings, showed their banner yesterday, you know, in Vegas style with slot machines. That was a fun game to watch. They oh, beat the Kraken. Beat the Kraken. Which is a, the Kraken are a high-scoring team. They only managed to score one game, only one point. So, 
So it looked like the usually when you win a championship, you know, you lose a you lose, you know, when you first game back, but yeah, the hangover. The hangover right. But it looks like the knights aren't hanging not they're not hungover at all, beating them four one. Yeah, the and you know the Knights and the Kraken, two recently recently established teams going off in that matchup. You know, two two uh, expansion teams, and you know yeah. the the Knights winning it, winning the Stanley Cup recently just shows that um <clears throat> some of these expansion teams are a lot better than people think. So exactly. that's the that's a dope to see. Sad, sad. We catch up on some baseball. Though. Sadly, my Orioles are out. Losing four zero, getting swept by the Texans. Uh, hundred one season. I think. I think we're very young, so I wouldn't. I didn't expect us to you know go very far, but I'd love to see us. You know, win the World Series. But I think we got some off season things to correct. You know, like pitching because pitching is very important in the off season and the postseason. Okay. We definitely get some pitching down. I feel like Shohei's up for grabs. You know, I, I don't think he returns to the Angels at all. <laughs> I feel like we should make a play to go get him, but it would cost a lot. So. We'll see. Uh, show. We'll, see. We'll see. We got the Braves Phillies. We're like a good matchup over there. One one tied in one one. They're going back to Philly today. Play the day at uh they play the day at five. So they're going back to Philly. Uh, I think honestly the Phillies had them too. They they was ready to win 2-0, but you know, a lucky home run, eighth inning last game. Braves take take the game. So that was this, you know, that's one of the best matchups. You know, Philly the only team I think that can take down the Braves. Mm. So they're gonna do it. If Philly takes on the Braves, I think they win the whole thing. So they do it today. I think they win this game today, though. I'll go down 2 1 and take the game back. The Braves and beat them there. But we also got Houston versus Twins. Also, Houston is up 2 1 in that series. So they win today. They they go today. They'll move on. I think Houston, Houston beats that game easily. Uh, I don't think Twins, Twins shouldn't win the first game. So yeah, Houston wins that game. But we got another one. Which is very crazy, LA Dodgers versus the Arizona Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are up 2-0, which is ridiculous. <laughs> the Dodgers are one of the best teams in baseball, and they're down two down two zero in the series. So Diamondbacks win this game today in Arizona. They move on, which will be a crazy upset for the Dodgers. They'll have to go back and really look at themselves. So we'll see though. We'll see. We'll definitely see. Hmm. Play all baseball. There's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Nothing like October. Yeah. Absolutely. It's oh damn! Basketball opening day. When I said twenty fifth, that's next week, right? Hey that's man, we week. got two. We're two weeks away, man. Two weeks away, two weeks away man. We got some preseason action. Uh, Chet Hog, Chet Holmgren, and uh, Victor Wembanyama. I think they they faced off in the preseason game. So you know. I don't like to put too much stock into the preseason because you're playing like teams in Australia and China, but it just gives you, you know, you can scratch that itch a little bit. I'm looking forward to it. Once the regular season starts, I'm gonna cover everything for you. As of right now, I will say, um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, things are looking up for the Spurs. I think Wemby Wemby would definitely definitely sell enough tickets for uh the Spurs as of right now. Look, uh, before the season starts, especially like Boston and and um, Milwaukee were probably the two top two top dogs in the East and in the West. Um, honestly, I think the West is up for grabs, but as of right now, I'm leaning towards Phoenix. But we'll have to wait and see. 
man. That's what, what's up with your man's Dylan the villain. That's what he called himself. That's your man's Dylan the villain. Dylan Brooks was on serious. He doesn't move me. <laughs> <laughs> he called himself Dylan the villain. That's what he, he called himself. That's he plays for the Rockets. That's what he's calling himself. Oh, 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 but you reminded me. Um, speaking of some other unserious NBA players, Kyle Jones. Uh, he's been on IG uh, tweaking. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, you know, he's he's a young guy. I think he's like a Pitbull Cardi fan, so like he, he's into like the rock star lifestyle, and he's expressed he's expressed desires to be traded. So maybe he just needs needs a, a change of scenery, and then hopefully he can get that fulfilled. Uh, additionally, I think the Wizards had a pretty a preseason game. Jordan Poole had a decent showing, but like I said, it's preseason. Don't want to put too much stuff, too much stock into that. We had a couple games today. We got Boston, Philly, got the Lakers, Kings as well, and the Wizards play tomorrow. So, if y'all, if y'all, if y'all fancy preseason basketball, there's some games for y'all to watch. But once the regular season starts, I'm, I'm gonna be locked in fully. Hey man, October. I think October is the best month because every sport is playing. Every sport is playing. You got got playoff baseball. You got what you, quarterway through NFL. Quarterway through NFL. NHL just started. Basketball starts in two weeks. It's like October is that is that month really? Is that month? The feeling is restored, man. The feeling is restored. Feeling is restored, you know. Absolutely. Uh, October. October and sports go together like fish and fries, man. Good eats. Fish and fries. Yeah, man. You never had the fish and fries combo, man. Fish and chips, I guess. Chips. (laughs) Fish and chips. We we in America. I call them front fries. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but let's talk about some of these fan questions that we got. Um, One question is, how do you think the Steelers will do this season? Uh. I think, coach, I already told you. I think they, I think they won a division. I think that division. I said last week. I think me and Dan said the division was very strong, very weird. I think now. I think the whole division is just like really sus. I think every team in the division is very sus. So I think they can win a division. I think the Bengals win a division. I think the Raiders win a division. I really think it's really toss up in the air. But I think whoever's on top right now basically can win it all. So could win the whole division. But you know, boom. Kenny Pickett plays like he played. You know, they got the connection with Jordan Pickett. I think they can win that, that division. So, yeah. You no, know, the Ravens-Steelers typically split. So, you know, I think the Steelers will do all right. But I still got the Ravens winning the division. The second question we got. Dan, they said my old dog. He said they fucked. Yeah, Dan said they was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they cooked. They cooked. <laughs> I think they still finished third because the Bengals don't move me. So, yeah, they're third, but. They're cooked. Valid. Who are the teams most likely to win the Super Bowl right now? 49ers. I definitely think this year it's going to be an NFC team. I don't think the AFC will win this year, but it definitely will be an NFC team. So if it was was the AFC team, it would definitely be the Dolphins. NFC teams, uh, 49ers, Eagles. Can't count the the Cowboys. They can win it, you know. You know, bounce back season of life. (laughs) You can win it. You know, anything happens in the playoffs, though, so anybody can win it, but definitely be an NFC team. And then they got the two strongest teams in the football with the Eagles and the 49ers, so. Right. Um, San Fran is San Fran. They do this every year, so I'm not moved. 
So uh, I think Philly might make their way make their way back into the Super Bowl. I think they're gonna lose to whoever comes out the AFC though. You think? Now, I don't think the AFC is strong enough to beat any of the teams at AFC. All you need is KC and Buffalo. Both of those teams can beat Philly. <laughs> I don't think they beat Philly. Philly defense is crazy. Like Philly Bills couldn't even beat the Jags. And KC lost to who the fuck? Who did KC lose to? KC are winning. KC is actually winning by the skin of their teeth. With the support of every ref in NFL, they're so, making and, it look good. Actually, one about the Cincinnati team with the support of every ref in NFL, they're making it look good. That's all. They just if we blow out every, every team in the NFL. Nah. It's like there's no point. So you have to make it look good. The only teams in that AFC I see even going to like the the, the Super Bowl was probably the Bills, Miami, KC can go because you know it's just KC. But that's it for real. I don't see none of them winning. I don't see no AFC team winning the Super Bowl, but we'll see. Uh, I'll address the, the elephant in the room. You know, I see the Ravens going to the Super Bowl. Uh, no one from that division is even going to make it to the division. It's even going to make it to the conference championship. But hey, I would say we can bet on that, but we already got one on that. Do you think they're going to think anyone from that division makes it to the conference championship? Yes. Damn. Is he clearly him? How, I mean, I have a moment that every people before the season started. And he's not well, anything. I think he's he's almost said, like let's not let's, let's not let two losses capitalize what the season will ultimately be. What do you have like four? That's a fact. That's a fact. Four or five fumbles. MVP this year, it definitely gotta go to like the season is definitely still young. It's probably Tua. Tua Josh Allen the CMC are the front runners for me. Brock Purdy. Yeah. Brock Purdy. Let's not forget about Brock Purdy. Anyway. Jalen. Um, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the season is still young. We're, we're a quarter of the way. We're a quarter of the way. I mean, I don't, I like to say the season number starts with Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. We'll have to see we'll, we'll have to see how that pans out. So we saw Devin A chain to IR will at least will miss at least four games with knee injury. That's Oof. eight minutes ago. Mm. Wow. Nasty. But yeah, that's that's all I got. Y'all got anything else? I think um Oh, I heard the report about Justin Jefferson. Uh, if the Vikings are not really winning, he's not going to rush his way back. So, out for the if, yeah. So it's it's looking like it. there's no incentive for him to return, and because he didn't get the contract he wanted, and the Vikings are trash. So if they continue. If they continue to be trash. <laughs> Jay Jettles will be a Bengal next year. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It could be a Bengal? Absolutely. Why? Absolutely. I think the Bengals get Justin Jefferson a blank check. But they got to pay. Because he played with Jamar and Joe in college. You you think they're going to just they're gonna just let T. Higgins walk? Yes. I already told you T. Higgins, T. Higgins is either going to be a giant or. Hmm. I don't know. I just see T. Higgins. Hey, we'll, we'll, T- hey, we'll take him too. T. Higgins solid. Anyway. I just see T Higgins wearing blue. Y'all don't pay people, so y'all not getting them. <laughs> um, so yeah, I see T Higgins in the blue jersey. I don't know why the Giants just seem like the place is gonna end up, in my opinion. But I heard I, mean, that, I heard that uh Jay Jettis was gonna go wherever Kirk goes. That's crazy. Kirk who? Kirk Kirk who? Kirk Cousins. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> hey, but you you might see you, you might see Justin Jefferson on like the Falcons or something. Oh my goodness! 
wherever he goes, he's moving. He's moving the needle. He's the best receiver in the league, and we saw what happens. We saw what happened when Tua got Tyreek. So I think Jay Jennings will do that. To, and will will have that same impact with whatever quarterback he's with. Yeah. Or even the Bucks too. Kirk Cousins on the Bucks wouldn't be too bad. Could see that as well. I doubt it though. I think they're like bigger. So um I think the Jets or the uh yeah, the Jets or the Titans would be probably the best two spots I see Kirk Cousins, honestly. Hey man. Wherever that's crazy. Wherever the bag of chips goes, that that Justin Jefferson will go. I guess they really built like a good bond over there. I don't know how true that is though, but not a bag of chips. He is man, cool <laughs> spicy sweet Doritos, sweet chili Doritos, bro. I'm telling you, the the, the bag of chips coming with the filet mignon is crazy. Yeah, I doubt I doubt their I doubt I doubt their package deal. It's not like uh, Devontae and Aaron Rodgers. Well, not even that because you saw how that went. So I think. Honestly, I think it's gonna be a situation where let's see you saw how uh Green Bay was more in line to give A Rod the money instead of Kirk Cousins. I think they might mess around and trade Jettas because they don't have the money for him. Mm. Especially since they're losing games and you know, his the talent speaks for himself. He makes Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins doesn't make him. So oh you know, matter of fact, the, the Bears. Courts, the Bears. Oh no! I think the Colts might be a bit. If he goes to Andy, I'm scared. They trade that Panthers pick for Justin Jefferson. Oh, you might be on to something. I think Andy. I think I see Justin Jefferson in the Colts jersey. Hey, we'll have to see. We'll definitely have to see. All right, guys. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. If you aren't already, follow us on Instagram at Fever Pitch Pod. Um, and if you got any inquiries, you know, you can always email us at feverpitchpod at gmail.com. Um, but as always, I'm Brian. And then. Yo. Thank you, Zay, for coming in as always. Um, it's been the Fever Pitch Podcast, and we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Take care. Take care.